Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'm sitting at a press conference here in New York yesterday. Nothing at all to do with baseball. I'm here to cover the Stanley Cup playoffs. And someone somewhere in the room mentions the word pirates. There wasn't a punchline for it. There wasn't a lead up, at least not that I picked up. I wasn't exactly eavesdropping. But someone mentions the word pirates. And the other party laughs reflexively. Have you seen this? Have you experienced it for yourself? Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. You know what I'm talking about, right? Where someone just says pirates and the other party just begins to giggle as if there's a joke involved look i'm preaching to the choir whenever i do this program i know that the people who are listening are already invested in the team and i can safely extrapolate from that that they're also still holding on to some faith that things will get better. Not just from the prospect standpoint or whatever, but seriously better, like in Pittsburgh better, like competitive better. There's no way, there's no way you're listening to this without that being some small teensy-weensy percentage of your psyche as it relates to this team. So by and large... You're not going to get the punchline. You're not going to get why Pirates is funny in and of itself. But it has undeniably become that. And I would argue that it's that now more than it was at any point during the 20-year losing streak when it really should have been a bigger thing than it is now. But what's happened to the Pirates... I believe over the past handful of years is that particularly on social media, which undoubtedly, uh, if not dictates, then significantly influences our daily lives, the only 
communication about the pirates is to say something, oh, that's like the pirates or whatever. I can tell you from my own experience and our, our company's experience at DK Pittsburgh Sports, when we put stuff on Twitter, but especially Facebook, I don't know why Facebook is just completely toxic when it comes to discussing Pittsburgh baseball. But if we put up a straight news story that says the Pirates signed, oh, I don't know, a draft pick, and, and not even like a first rounder or whatever, but like a second or third rounder, someone who's a pretty significant prospect and whatever else, and you just put it up, there's no opinion, there's no, this is going to make the team great or anything like that. It just says Pirates sign second round draft pick. A lot of the emojis that you'll get in response to that are the laughing emoji. Like, that's funny. Like, they're waiting for the punchline. They're waiting for this to be funny. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone. An eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Okay, so now you really know what I'm talking about, right? Okay, cool. Because any time, like other than the subject of Roberto Clemente and his tragedy, you're going to get this reaction now. Like Clemente is pretty much the one thing that's still left that's off limits. And I don't doubt that someday someone will turn that into a pirate slash Bob Nutting meme as well. So anyway... Someone nudges me from behind at this press conference and says, ask him. He knows, knowing that I also cover the Pirates in addition to the Penguins. And there's this huge smile on this individual's face. He's from New York. Good dude, too. I don't mean to make him sound like a bad guy. Big, big grin. He's just waiting because he has mentioned the word Pirates. And he is now waiting for the punchline. Here it comes. Ha ha. Fulfill me with the punchline. And it was just something like, what's their payroll now? Because it turns out that he and the other party had been discussing how the Mets here just bought out Robinson Cano, who I didn't even know was still in baseball for $40 million just so that he could get DFA'd and how this was some great heroic act on the part of the new owner, or fairly new owner, of the New York franchise, Steve Cohen. What a great guy. In the past, they used to just suffer with these kind of players, but this is how it's done. And by the way, what's the payroll of the Pirates? Ha ha ha! You know? So, like, I don't... It's... It's a bit over $60 million, which was a little higher than what they'd thought. They thought it was going to be the same as Cano, meaning the $40 million. Yeah, because they, they signed Brian Hayes to the, to the nine-year deal, and they gave Brian Reynolds a couple of years extension, 
into his arbitration years. And I'm being like boring and I'm doing this on purpose. Okay. And I'm just giving facts and no smile on my face. Nothing. You should see the crestfallen reaction when I did not partake in the ha-ha. It was as if, like, why did we invite you to this party? We thought you'd go along with this. Yeah, now you really know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. This goes on nonstop. You can show the catch that Jake Marisnik made the other night at PNC Park to somebody. And someone's waiting for the punchline. Yeah, but Bob Nutting, dot, 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 dot. Ha, ha, ha. Like, what? Really? It's just a catch, man. You know, appreciate the catch. Wait, but look, there were only three quarters of the seats were filled behind them. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, this is... <sighs> How do you do this? Why do you do this? Not, 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 not the person next to me. I'm talking to you. You put up with so very much to follow this team. But I, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. When it gets good, and you know enough to know that it's going to before long, you just don't have this much talent amassed in the minors without at least there being some real promise once they arrive. When it gets good, <laughs> in the other direction, when we come back, just one question. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome back. Time for J1Q. And I probably should have mentioned before that ridiculous opening segment, or at least somewhere along the way in that ridiculous opening segment that the Pirates and the Tigers were rained out last night in Detroit 
And as such, they will play a double header today. Ha ha ha. I'm sure there's something funny about that as well. And today's J1Q comes from Eddie, who asks, why is the preparation of pitching prospects Miguel Yahure and Rowanzi Contreras completely different? Yahure would be getting much more work at Indy. Um, you know, I see what you're saying. In other words, unless I'm misreading you, why was it okay to have Yahure up here at the start of the season and have him struggle and then have him go back down and and everything else? The answer, actually, and most unfortunately in Yuhure's case, is that one of them has a lot of promise. And one of them, when he arrives in the bigs, will not be going back. That's when you get into service time manipulation. And that's the only event in which you get into service time manipulation. Um, I've also had this question aimed at me in different contexts about players who are a lot lesser, for example, than O'Neill Cruz. Like, why is Diego Castillo this or that or whatever? Well, because you don't know that Diego Castillo is never going to take a step backward. He's not that talented. Yahure is not that talented, certainly not compared to Contreras. And where you want to be careful is with the guys that you absolutely unequivocally believe are going to be in the major leagues for the three full years leading into arbitration that you don't mess up and waste a year, a full year of service time by not having them spend at least part of one of those years in the minors. And that is where it gets distasteful, not just for fans, but just in general observers of the game. You know, the example that I keep citing that's outside Pittsburgh is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. There was a point where the Blue Jays had him in the minors, and it was just a joke. I mean, he was doing a lot of what you see him doing now in Toronto in the minors. And it was, honestly, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing whether it would have been the Blue Jays or the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Pirates or the Orioles or the Rays, anybody. Because when you have somebody that's that good, they really should be up at the top of their sport. There isn't another league in North America that allows or encourages this type of behavior. There just isn't. You don't have a similar context in the NFL or the NHL or the NBA. They want their best young players playing right in front of their fans. They're an attraction. They're a gate attraction. They're a TV attraction. And to have them down for even a month or two when everyone knows they should be up is, is kind of lousy. Not kind of lousy. It's really lousy. Now, I'll also point out the obvious that Yohure's been in the majors. He's already had his cup of coffee before Pittsburgh. He was up with the Yankees briefly. And he's older than Contreras is. But the bigger issue is that they know that when Contreras comes up, he's going to come up to stay. Now, you can ask, well, why was he up earlier? Why did he come up last weekend? All that matters is that there's one partial season somewhere at the beginning of his lineage, meaning that the totality of his service time including the weekend last year at PNC Park, 
doesn't add up to a full year of service time by the time he enters 2023, at which point he will be part of this team's rotation for the foreseeable future. There, managed to pull all that off without one of those ridiculous ha-ha. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.